Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast, where we are all about junior high ministry. Let's be real. Junior high seems like a completely different world in of itself. Although the junior high phase of life is different, unique, constantly changing, and very awkward at times, there is still ministry to be done. This is a place where we want to equip youth workers and share practical ideas about junior high ministry for you to take back to the context of your ministry. Thank you for your heart to lead the next generation and for jumping into the planet of junior high ministry. Here is your host, Tucker Music. Hey, what's up, guys? and Welcome back to another episode of the planet of junior high ministry. So last week on the episode, I talked about changing a our service to a hybrid service to a small group service, so a small group-centered service, and I kind of want to talk about the specific dynamics of what that looks like, because I believe this is the model, this is what we um, this is what we need to do to bring community, to bring engagement back into our service. So, this is what our service looks like. Our service starts at 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock on a Wednesday night, Wednesday night's our main programming, and as students come in, we give a five-minute buffer, so our countdown doesn't count down to 7 o'clock. It starts at 7 o'clock because we have an RSVP check-in system. Uh, students have to social distance, so the check-in process kind of takes a little longer. But this is actually, actually something we used to do anyways. Anyway, the countdown would start at 7, and it would go to 7.05, and it would bring excitement. It would bring um, anticipation for the service. So we still continue to do that. We usually play videos because we actually allow students to come in and sit at 6.45 because we don't have the games like Nine Square, Gaga Ball, uh, basketball going on in the gym. So students can really only come and sit down. So what we do during that countdown is we usually play a funny video, whether it's a Sunday cool video, a video that we have produced in-house, or just something that we can legally download from Vimeo or YouTube. From there, our host, our large group host, comes and makes announcements, and then it transition into transitions into one to a couple different things. One, it can transition into a message setup. This is an opportunity we give students to actually speak from the stage. So it's about a five-minute mini-message, essentially, and it gives the students the opportunity to, one, get the confidence and be a part of the service and be part of the ministry that's happening from the teaching aspect. And it also sets up the night uh, very well. And then from there, we transition into music. And I don't know what your students really like when it comes to music, but this was enlightening to me at CIY Mix a couple years ago. Uh, I was asking students to give me their feedback, like, what do they love about CIY Mix that we can bring to our service? And they say, Tucker, I like how they only sing two songs. I, I think, I believe that we sing too many songs. So I was like, okay, we stop singing three songs on the front end and we only sing two songs and our students respond well to this. So I either have an adult leader or I have students who... Um, who lead from the worship through music. And then from there, I teach. And normally I would teach around that 20-minute mark, but I'm actually really, really trying, and some of you can relate to this, trying to cut my message down. I'm cutting my message down to 15 minutes to really hang around that 12 to 15-minute mark because the rest of the service I'm dedicating to life groups, to small groups. So, you can do the math, two songs, five minutes on the front end on the countdown, and then a five-minute message uh, message setup. That's, uh, let's see, 10, 20, and then 15-minute message. That's 35 minutes, and our service runs an hour and 15 minutes. So 
that's still 40 minutes that students have to fill service. So we decided from the 70A, our junior high ministry, that these 40 minutes and, okay, barring I don't go long in my message, right, those 40, 35, or 30 minutes are dedicated to the life group. And here's the thing. You, you heard me say, um, or you did not hear me say, anything about games. And we actually have an earlier podcast episode for you to check out on how important and how vital games are. But we actually don't play games from the large group scale anymore. We tried and they were complete flops. Like obviously the students were spaced out. There was no energy. It felt awkward. So the games felt awkward and they were, they were just a big flop. So what we've decided to do is the things that we had on our large group scale, whether that be uh, a game, whether that be a conversation, whatever it is, uh, teaching for a majority of the time, whatever it is, we brought into the small group environment. So this is what our, our the rest, that 30 to 40 minute uh, life group time, that small group time actually looks like. So I actually broke it down for our leaders so they don't feel like, oh, crap, we didn't get through all the questions or we spent a lot of time on the accountability part. The game went too long. I just gave suggestions for them to help monitor and facilitate the conversation. Because remember, your leaders are not the conversation people. Your students are the ones who are supposed to have the conversation. Your leaders are the ones who are facilitating, who are managing the conversation. Anyway, I gave my I give my leaders each week a small group packet, and that kind of that breaks down what that small group time looks like for all the life groups, for all the small groups. So on the front end of life group time, out of that, let's let's say third, let's give ourselves forty minutes. Let's say I have a really awesome message that's fifteen minutes, right? Um, let's say forty minutes for life group, right? Five minutes of that life group time is going to be just catching up. That fellowship time, that community time is like, hey, dude, how are you doing? Like, how was your week? What was the best thing about your week? What was the worst thing about your week? And everybody can share, and it gives an opportunity for students to just breathe, right? They just they just worship through music. They just had teaching, and now there's a lot of um, angst that's like, oh, now we have to really spiritually uh, have conversation. So we wanted to give those students a breather. So students and their leaders and their group just catch up from the week before. Like, hey, how are you week to week? And that's five minutes. And then leading into that, we play a game within the life, within the small group, within the life group. So the large group game is done with. We're not doing that anymore. Instead, we are bringing the game into the small group, into the life group. And let me tell you, the most energy from any game I've ever had has been these past two weeks with these life group games. I hear students cracking up. I hear leaders get competitive. It's just amazing. Like, they bring energy. And the game's just not some games like, hey, we're just going to play for kicks and giggles, right? No. The game actually transitions into the small group questions. So um, a couple weeks ago, we actually played this game, uh, the voting game. And this is... Uh, this is what the game entailed. The game was each student gets an index card, and it's very like Survivor, right? How you vote the person off the island. That's essentially what it is. So each student votes one student, quote, end quote, out of the game, right? And as we were getting down, as we we're dwindling, as time was running out for the game, um, we got down to uh, less and less students in our life group, right? And the point of the game was to ask them, hey, how did it feel being alone? How did it feel being isolated? 
And the entire message was about community. It was about we were made for community. We weren't made to do it alone. So that game transitioned well into the small group uh, questions, into the small group conversation. And then, okay, so you do the math. Five plus five for the catching up and for the, uh, for the game is 10 minutes. We still, have, um, we still have 30 minutes. So I typically give life groups 20 minutes for the questions, for the actual questions to discuss. And I tell my leaders, hey, here are, let's say, 12 to 15 questions. You could talk about all of them, and that's awesome, or you could talk only through two of them, and that's still equally important. Remember, those life group questions, those small group questions, are not an ends to a mean. They're just a guide. Remember, they're just a guide. So I give 20 minutes for that. Okay, so Tucker, what do you do for that last 10 minutes? What do you do for the last 10 minutes? Um, this is where we actually bring accountability into the life group. And what they do is, from week to week, they share what they're struggling with. A leader shares what they're struggling with, the students share, and this is an opportunity for life groups and small groups to come around each other and be the church to one another, essentially. It's like, hey, I'm going to pray for you. How can we pray for each other? How can we support one another? Hey, how can I hold you accountable? How can I ask for help from the life group? And this has actually been some of the sweetest moments in my life group, personally, is we've we've been vulnerable with one another. We've been open with one another. And these students, I think there's, these students are starting to understand how important this community is too, because they're becoming more and more vulnerable. They're becoming more and more open because they understand that they need each other. And then how we dismiss is we dismiss from the life group. So obviously junior high is different than high school. They can't drive themselves, but say um, a junior high parent, a junior high student says, hey, my parent texts me. They need me to leave now. We dismiss them. We have lobby hosts. We have seating hosts who make sure there's no social or make sure there is social distancing in the lobby and as students exit. And then the students who don't have a phone, typically a parent has said, hey, be out front around A15, and that's when I'll pick you up. And then what I do from a leader perspective is I actually ask these parents this in the emails like, hey, this is this entire service is going to be all small group. Your small group your student's going to have an amazing conversation within the small group, and that may run over to 8.20, 8.30, whatever it is. Uh, we, we, we just ask you to please respect that conversation because that conversation is super important in your student's faith journey. And not one parent has complained about that. Not one parent has said, man, like your service goes too long. How dare you uh, hold my student, have that conversation? No. If a student needs to leave, they leave. But if a student has the permission from their parent to stay and have that conversation with their life group, with their small group, the parents actually appreciate that time that the leader is investing in their student. And that's it. That's our small group-centered service. And these past two to three weeks, I think we've been doing it for three weeks now, they've been super beneficial for our student ministry we've actually experienced growth from this like we were averaging after like that first night opening up um, probably around 30 students but over these past couple weeks we've actually because these students are craving community and we're bringing in making community available to them we've actually increased to almost over 50 students so we had 50 students this past Wednesday and then obviously that's um, relative COVID numbers because we were a ministry of over 100 before this but I would consider that a win. I would consider that every student who is coming onto our campus is getting plugged into intentional biblical community. So guys, I encourage you, 
what changes do you need to make to your service? What are those things that are working um, before COVID that aren't working anymore? How can you make life groups, how can you make small groups an integral part into your service? Because these students are craving community. These students are desperate for community. They've been isolated for so long. For some of you listening in different parts of the country, different parts of the world, isolation has carried on for a lot longer time than we anticipated. I remember when they were then when our local school system shut down for two weeks and we're like, ah, two weeks, we'll be back to normal no, no time. And it's August, right? That's the same for your students. Your students are just as hungry, are craving this community just as much as we are. So guys, how can you make life groups an integral part into your service? And maybe this is something you start doing. Maybe this is the first time that you actually have life groups within your Wednesday night. And I know for me, my pride says the most important part of our service is my teaching. Yes, gospel, biblical teaching is super important. But I believe that conversation that happens around circles is much more vital to a student's faith journey than a 15, 20, 25-minute message I could ever give. So guys, how can you make small groups an integral part of your service? How can you change your service to set up small groups for success? Hey guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. We'd love to connect with you. Check out planetofjuniorhighministry.com. Yes, we have a blog and has a lot of different resources, a lot of different blogs where they can help equip you as youth workers. Maybe it's something insightful. Maybe it's something a little bit helpful. Hey, check it out. We'd love to connect with you on social media as well. Check out Planet of Junior High Ministry on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you want to have a place, if you want to have a community, search for the Planet of Junior High Ministry Facebook group. This is where we share ideas, encouragement, and where we come together as other junior high youth workers and collaborate with each other. This is a space for if you're a junior high pastor, middle school pastor, eighth grade small group leader, wherever you fall in the realm of junior high ministry, we would love to invite you into this group. Again, check us out at planetofjuniorhighministry.com and Planet of Junior High Ministry on Facebook and Instagram. Again, thank you for listening to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry. We hope this was helpful, insightful, and just maybe something new for you guys to hear. Thank y'all.